0: to secondhand film critics your favorite source for mildly pretentious semi-uneducated and highly unqualified opinions on horror movies but not in october Mm. (laughs) i am kayla and i am here with
1: noah and we are orphans
0: ah bummer
1: You know that guy. The, I love that that TikTok guy when it's like you know when it's all those videos where it's like throwing a rock down a well and then it cut he'll stitch it and he's like ain't very funny, is it? Because there could be orphans down there, and that rock could have hit the orphans oh. and killed <laughs> oh, them. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't know where you were going, because I was like, I don't think I'm familiar with that. But then once you started doing it, I was like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking right, about.
1: yeah. I love that guy. I just saw one of those videos today on my For You page. <laughs> Get him. We should have had him on the orphan podcast.
0: I fun. like the duets of him, of people being like, Say starting to say something and uh-huh. then he like jumps in with it
1: yeah right they just they it's kind of like us at the end of our episodes when we try to say our outro at the same uh,
0: time yeah <laughs> kind of
1: <laughs> you know not as successful but the same principle um i wonder if he's seen orphan i hope so
0: yeah maybe
1: an orphan first kill yeah so we're
0: talking about two movies today orphan mm, double feature Orphan like it's not really a we've never seen like you said last yeah. week but it it's Orphan because you kind of have to watch it to watch Orphan First Kill which came mm. out this week limited in theaters and also on Paramount Plus. Yeah. I watched it on Paramount Plus. I I did
1: too. It was only showing like over an hour and I'm glad I didn't go that far. It was it wouldn't have been worth no. it if I driven that. Way. If it was like 10 minutes or like 20 minutes maybe I would have gone to the theater, but I
0: don't no. even know that it's worth my Paramount Plus subscription because like I pay for Paramount Plus, I don't really know why I do.
1: Because of the o- Secret Force, right? Is it that, <laughs> that that head- Wilson? Secret headquarters. Secret headquarters. <laughs> that
0: wasn't that was actually a fun movie. Not going to You know, lie. between
1: Secret Headquarters and or- Orphan First Kill, we're getting just all the theater quality releases. I would rather watch Paramount Secret Plus.
0: Headquarters any day over Orphan First Kill.
1: Secret Headquarters first headquarters.
0: No, I, I, I have it for what is on Paramount. But then also they have all people don't know this, but they have all the rights to all the soccer channels. Mm. And so that's like one of the only places you can watch um, some of the like other soccer leagues. So, Mm. unless you have like direct TV or something, which we don't. So, you
1: go and you watch Orphan First Kill, and then to wind down, you watch a little bit of football. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But before we talk about these two uh, horror films, we need to first talk about. Our question of the week, last mm. week, the answers we got, at the end of every episode, we ask a question pertaining to the episode. So last week, we talked about the nice guys, and because you had the experience of, Le- Brian Gosling was someone who you weren't crazy about, and then over time, you've grown to like him a little bit more. Yes. Um, We asked everyone what film role changed your mind on an actor you previously disliked. Um, If you want to skip... Uh, the section and not hear everyone ans- everyone's answers, then you can just go to the timestamp in the description. But I'm interested to hear the answers, so I will not be hitting the timestamp.
0: Yeah, I am very interested. I only looked at one of these, so I'm excited to see what wow. the other ones are. Wow.
1: Well, wh- why don't you read the one that you saw first?
0: Um, So the one that I saw was Jess K. Air on Twitter said, does... <laughs> My inner Shits <laughs> Creek came out there, Moira Rose. <laughs> <laughs> um, does Dakota Johnson's AD house tour count? Is
1: is that on YouTube? Is that the one on YouTube? It is. Or is that something else? Okay, I think I've seen that. That's a good house tour.
0: I think that's fair because I feel like a lot of people like weren't totally sold on Dakota Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't as popular as in like. She was a popular actress, but she wasn't a person of the people until Mm. those two videos. Until that and the Ellen thing. That and the Ellen video. And those were like around the same time, I think. And so everyone was talking about her kitchen and the limes. And then they're talking about her takedown of Ellen DeGeneres. And ever since then, like she's just been top tier internet. I'm here for that. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, she's a good actress too. So I think if your Chris Pine paparazzi photos count, then I think that the Dakota Johnson house tour can also count. Yeah. Staying on Twitter, we have... This one's interesting. Benny Burrito on Twitter said they, they avoided all things Leo due to the rage around Titanic, but he won them over with The Departed.
0: Interesting.
1: Which is wild because I feel like The Departed was like... I mean... I think The Departed was a big change in his career, but he had a lot more roles before that.
0: So, wait, wait. This is what I'm hearing here. Is Robert Pattinson today's Leonardo DiCaprio?
1: Okay, but Titanic is like actually a good movie, though.
0: Twilight's a good movie. That's, I think, maybe (laughs) the. (laughs) Well, in um, the same way, I don't know. But Leo wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't popular because he was. Like, he was popular because he was cute.
1: Yeah, I do think he was a better actor, though, than Robert yeah, Pattinson. Yeah, but I'm
0: kid. just saying like, the like better. the concept of someone being in a mm-hmm. movie and being a teen heartthrob, and then you're kind of like, mm, maybe like I'm going to avoid movies with this person because they're a teen heartthrob, but then all of a sudden they come out of the woodworks and you're like, wait a second, are they a good actor? And I feel like the same thing kinda happened with Robert. I feel like that happens when you have a young, attractive actor who, yeah. like, starts in those kind of roles and then breaks into uh, an acting scene.
1: Yeah, I-, I-, I agree. I think for me, I'm just surprised the Departed is the one because I feel like Catch Me If You Can or Gangs of New York or The Aviator were like that movie, maybe. So it's surprising, sure. you know, it took that long, you know, for for Benny to come around on Leo, but you know he's here now. Um, and then we, I think we have one other one on Twitter before we can move over. Yeah, to
0: Robbie said Gary Oldman as Norman Stansfield. He said I had always been generally bored with his performances, but he brings a fully realized presence and command to Leon, nineteen ninety four. One of the best mm-hmm. aspects of the entire film. Have you seen Leon?
1: I I haven't. I haven't. I know you haven't either. Are you a Gary Oldman fan though? Um, like what do you feel about him?
0: I feel uh I would say ambivalent.
1: Hmm. You know you know what turned me around on Gary Oldman? What? Mank. Uh, what a film. <laughs> good damn. old man. I saw a Mank <laughs> meme today. I yeah. saw a Mank meme today and I sent it to you. It was a good meme. Um, yeah, I've never been, like, huge on him. I just think he's good, but, like, I don't know if like, I could love
0: Sure. Him. I don't know that, like, I've seen him in a lot of things that aren't mm. kids' movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, Harry Potter is the big one.
0: Yeah, I'm looking through, um, like, Kung Fu Panda 2.
1: Classic, all the way through.
0: The hit movie, The Laundromat.
1: Wow, we watched, we we reviewed that for like a few minutes. I think <laughs> we
0: did. Uh, Planet 51, Quest for Camelot. Yeah, Planet I 51, guess like
1: what a throwback. I wow. had
0: never really like.
1: Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen a ton of movies that he's in. Actually,
0: uh, yeah, it seems like that Logan I now. haven't seen a lot that he's in.
1: He played Tiny Tim in Christmas Carol, as well as Bob Cratchit and Jacob Marley. But mm, most important, that's a great Tiny movie.
0: Tim. I didn't know that, that he was in it though. Yeah, but I mean, I yeah, he's someone that has I'm ambivalent on. He's yeah. never really sold. Well, me. and I mean,
1: I know a lot of people really like his performance in Leon, so that makes sense that that would be the movie too. Like that's like one of his biggest roles, I think. So yeah, that's a a good a good choice that probably other people would have more to say on than we do. Um, moving over to the good old Instagram, uh, owned by Meta, uh-huh. we have. <laughs> Zach Michaels, who said uh, I didn't understand Pete Davidson's appeal until King of Staten Island, which is funny because I don't think we've either of us seen that movie. No, but we both,
0: I have. Seen... I think Pete
1: Davidson is very funny, though.
0: I'm a big Pete Davidson fan. Not gonna lie, I I get it. I've got it the whole time. People are like, maybe I kind of get it now, and that is fine. I, I like I understand. Maybe he could. It's be, fine like... to be wrong. But I. I love it. I liked him in um, Big Time Adolescence.
1: Yeah, he was great in that movie.
0: I thought he was really good in that. Um, I thought his cameo Mm -hmm. was good in Suicide Squad.
1: Right? Oh my gosh, that was so when when he died. Spoilers for Suicide Squad. That was rough. (laughs) That was a sad time. Um, Yeah, I just saw him in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies yesterday. He's great in that movie. He's really funny. He has like a really good way. Of just getting you to like pay attention to him whenever he's on Mm. screen. Like he has a really good screen presence. Yeah. So, like, especially in that movie when there's like so many people and like famous actors in that movie, he's just like so magnetic and you're just drawn to his performance, whatever he's doing. So, I've been wanting to see that actually, that movie, King of Staten Island, but like it was 2020, I think.
0: Freebie.
1: Hey, V for yeah, the Yeah, it was win. one of the first
0: ones that they did the the you have to VOD. pay $20 and I was like yeah. I wanted to see that but I am not willing to pay $20 for it.
1: And, and now it's free and I'm still haven't <laughs> seen by it. By the time
0: it hit Hulu I think first I was like, mm, I just don't care enough now." Well,
1: it's long. I think it's over 2 hours. Maybe it's like 220.
0: An hour and thirty-seven. I mean, hundred and thirty-seven. Oh. Sorry.
1: Okay. Okay. I was like, I was way off. No, but okay. Yeah. So it's almost two twenty. So that's long for a comedy. Yeah. So I'll, I'll watch it someday. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um. We have Carly. She said, "I've been wanting to see this movie." She said, "Tom Cruise and Interview with a Vampire," which I've heard is like low key, like best one of his best roles. Huh. Uh. I think Tom Cruise is a good one too, because like. I think, you know, until you see one of his really good performances, it's always sure. hard to be, like, sold on yeah, him. Yeah,
0: maybe we should do that movie for, like, a We've Never Seen, maybe in Spooktober.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I would love that. I think my, from him, I when I saw Magnolia, he was really good in Magnolia. And Eyes Wide Shut. So, like, I think it's, like, until you see one of his really good, like, dramatic performances, I think, like, it unlocks a whole... New level for him. That's not just like plane jumping guy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plane flying and jumping man.
0: My dude Maverick. Um, and then Danny said Jude Law in side effects. Never was a fan mm. of him until that movie. He gives one of the most underrated lead performances of all time in one of the most underrated and underseen films of all time. Mm. He's thrown out a lot of things there. A lot of
1: under stuff. It's Steven Soderbergh. I'm, I'm, I like Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Oh, Channing Tatum's in this though, so I don't oh. know if you
0: would. Oh, that's already
1: <laughs> maybe, it, but it's Jude Law and, you're and a Jude Rudy Law and Mara fan.
0: and Catherine Zeta Jones.
1: Okay, so it might overtake the Channing Tatum hey, aspect for you. Hey, you know,
0: the last movie that Danny said we should watch or he liked, we ended up really Bring it on. It fired up. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, fired up. Another cheerleader movie. Too many cheerleader movies to count.
0: Um, yeah, that,
1: you're right. I mean, this is definitely very different, but...
0: Are you a Jude Law fan?
1: I'm not not a fan. Sure. I just don't know. I feel like recently all the clips I've seen of him are like people making fun of fantastic beasts and that has really like messed up my view of him i just saw a video today on twitter of someone making fun of a scene he's in and like so i feel like i need to like see something else now that like i can think of him that is the one thing
0: that is like really disappointing and like i get it like i don't think anyone expected that franchise to be what it is now when it first started and so you kind of think oh new harry potter franchise let's do it and then you're sort of stuck as Dumbledore. Like he mm. he probably contracted into all of them.
1: No, yeah. That it definitely is a rough situation.
0: But Jude Law in the holiday is like pretty much the hottest character, <laughs> one of the hottest characters to ever exist. So I'm here for the Jude Law fandom.
1: Yeah. And I'm I'm excited. He says um if Peter Pan and Wendy comes out this year, he's Captain Hook in that. So that will oh, be fun. Oh
0: yeah. I am excited for that. Uh, that is one yeah, I that I good. am actually, I I say very tentatively, because mm. every live action has been bad, but that is one that I have been slightly more, uh, like I have slightly higher hopes for, so.
1: Yeah. Did you like Pete's Dragon? Was that one you were a fan of? Because this um, is this David Lauer; It's the same guy. I never so.
0: saw Pete's Dragon.
1: Oh. I've seen it. I think twice. I remember the first time I liked it, and the second time it was kind of boring. I, I think thought. it's but one I would like. I think though. either way, yeah. It's like it definitely has a lot more behind it than like the Jungle Book.
0: He is such a weird freaking filmography. Not that we he need does. to keep this goes, in, but I'm just looking at it. He goes
1: it, back and forth, yeah. And it's
0: like the Green Knight, a ghost story, then Pete's Dragon, Peter Pan and Wendy. Old, I've seen Old Man in the Gun. Old
1: Man in the Gun. Yeah, that
0: was really bad. So.
1: Hey, you're. We love the ghost, a ghost story. We're big ghost story fans. <laughs>
0: don't tell Zach <laughs> Smith.
1: <laughs> oh man, I tried. I tried. Li- I rewatched it. I tried. Didn't work. But thank you all for writing in. And at the end of this episode, we'll have another question pertaining to orphan or orphan first kill. We don't know yet. We Are you an
0: question. orphan? That'll be the question. <laughs> If you were an orphan, would you you fall in love with your adopted father? With your
1: adopted father. (laughs) Would you adopt an orphan, yes or no? Um, (laughs) Let's get into it. Let's let's jump right in. For both of these, we're going to have non-spoiler and spoiler sections. I mean, and I think if you haven't seen Orphan, then you definitely just shouldn't listen to anything after this non-spoiler. Yeah, Because if you want to watch it, Even though the new one's a prequel, you have to know the twist in the old one. So just like, I mean, you can listen to this first non-spoiler section, but I would definitely try to watch it before you listen to the spoiler stuff, because I think the twist is like the best part of the movie. So let's get into it, though. Um, Do you want to read this quick summary I wrote up here about Orphan from 2009?
0: Kate and John Coleman are having a hard time adjusting back to normal life after the stillbirth of their third child, Jessica. In hopes of finding a way of moving on, the couple decides to adopt Esther, a nine-year-old Russian girl with a love of painting. However, Esther soon begins to exhibit signs of erratic behavior, leaving Kate to wonder if there is more to this girl than meets the eye.
1: Spoiler alert, there is more... Then meets the eye. Who would have thought? No, it's a- <laughs> it's actually just like, oh, wait, no, she's normal. Never mind. Could you imagine how
0: funny that would be? Like, that's the twist. Is That'd that would be funny. She's actually a normal child and they're all psychotic.
1: And Well, it would just be Kate because she's the only one. Yeah. Not, spoil- not to spoil, but like she's like the main person. I mean, in horror movies, you know, there's always one person like promoting the conspiracy kind of thing. So she would be the one that would go create- Maybe, Maybe it is. Maybe that's like the read and she's actually like just spiraling.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: I found out that this movie was inspired by media coverage. Uh, actually, I'm not going to say this because this is technically not a spoiler because this is like about the twist. So we'll <laughs> come back to that. <laughs> we'll
0: bring it back but around. One thing,
1: <laughs> one thing I thought was funny was that this caused a lot of controversy around, from adoption groups. Huh. So they changed one of the lines. The line originally was, it must be difficult to love an adopted child as much of your own as your own. And they changed that to, I don't think mommy likes me very much. Which, I come on, the first line was much better. And she's supposed to yeah. be evil. So that was, but what I thought was really funny was the DVD includes, like, in the previews, a public service announcement describing oh, the plight of unadopted children in the United States and encouraging domestic adoption, which feels, who, like, just very funny. Who
0: spearheaded that, like, campaign? Was Do you know? Was that, like, a... Uh...
1: It just says it. All Wikipedia says is adoption groups. Mm. It was not received well by adoption groups. So okay. I, I don't know. But there was uh, even like a in the Daily Beast. I guess there was a like a review where that kind of commented on it and like said. It, I don't know. I guess it was a big deal.
0: Okay, here I have a quote for you. It's from the Congressional Coalition on Adoption Institute. It says, we are concerned that in addition to its intended entertainment value, this film will have the unintended effect of skewing public opinion against children awaiting families, both in the United States and abroad. Mm. And it was co-signed by leaders of numerous adoption and child welfare groups. The letter went on to explain that anti-adoption sentiments in popular culture could impede efforts to unite foster children and orphans with new families. I think that's fair.
1: I think it's fair, but I also don't think anyone's going to watch this movie and then be like, in a year, be like, maybe we should adopt, but wait, remember that movie, Orphan? Well,
0: and like, adoption processes now, there's like so many... Like, it's not like you just... In the movies, they always just walk into an orphanage and they're like... Here you go, here's a child, but now it's like you test the home, you do placements, you go through all yeah. this stu- like so it's not well they don't I, just take don't a know. random
1: girl and then like not tell like th- them where they came from or like not give them to a family without knowing where she came from. It's very unrealistic, so I feel like
0: I feel like anyone who actually wants to adopt would not be. Like, this movie would not cause them not to adopt, mm-hmm. if that is something you want to yeah. do. But maybe for someone who just doesn't want to adopt, and then they watch it, they are add to the idea of, well, I'm never adopting a See, child. See, that's why I See, don't want that's to adopt. Why, yeah, so, I don't know. I get the sentiment, but at the same time, it's a horror movie, so.
1: Well, and I also feel like I don't know what they were expect- expecting. Like, do you think they were going to cancel the movie? Like, oh, well, looks like we're not releasing Orphan anymore.
0: I guess it's nice that they did, like, they tried to be nice, though.
1: Yeah. It is funny, though, because it's like, it feels like, I don't know if that did anything either. But we should probably just get to the movie. Yeah. So, I mean, this isn't, like, a huge movie. I think it is kind of have more of a cult following now. Yeah. So that's why we're not doing it as, like, a we've never seen. But I do remember being scared of this movie because I saw, like, the cover in blockbuster i think hmm. and it's a yeah, i remember the poster it was like is something there's something wrong with esther is like the tagline interesting
0: on the, the one that i remember seeing as a kid was the carry cover the old carry e- the- i think so there was just a specific carry cover hmm. of the face or something that mm-hmm. i remember seeing in our local like video rental store
1: yeah, I think horror covers can do that. You know, you see them and it sticks with you.
0: Yeah, it's funny that this one, I like, I didn't know anything about this movie until... Well, I
1: think, and then, like, I heard someone told me that was like, yeah, in that movie, like, she gets really, like, goes crazy if you touch her neck or something. And that was scary to me, uh, I think. I don't know why. <laughs> like, that, I, I don't know. And it's funny because that's, like, not even a big part of the movie. Like, it is... But, it's but I not, think I yeah. I thought that that was like the main thing was like right. she, you couldn't touch her neck. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was I just that's the only thing I knew about this movie going in. Interesting. And in that it was about an an orphan.
0: Yeah, I didn't really know anything going in. Um, I don't remember even when I mm-hmm. heard, first heard about orphan first kill. I think you.
1: I don't either. Yeah. Set,
0: had said we could watch it, and I was like, Oh yeah, I think I saw like someone posted a trailer of it on Twitter or hmm. something. And so I only have recently learned about this Orphan yeah. franchise. Orphan
1: orphan fandom. Uh, orphan hive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't have a lot of expectations going in, um, hmm. but I had a Paramount Plus subscription, so I said, let's wow. do it. Uh, Got to use it for something. And then... <laughs> I don't know. I watched it. uh, You wished you uh, used
1: it for something else. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) We've talked about my relationship with horror movies. Um, I tend to get more scared from horror movies than you do, for sure. And there's a few that like, I have my limits of movies that I will probably never watch. But um, this one was not scary to me at all. Yeah.
1: I thought that when you asked I was it's more just like a disturbing kind of like idea but it's less scary and more just like
0: Yeah cuz cool usually like story idea. I let you watch something first and then I have you tell me if mm. it's Like we
1: were going to do the saw series and then And then you
0: watched it and you were like oh, I said, no. and I'm glad that you did that and that I didn't have to watch them um but yeah so <laughs> you had said that like there might be a couple scenes or something um but I think it's more of a psychological horror. Yeah. Which is very different than like a slasher horror. Usually, sometimes I get freaked out by slasher horrors because that feels more plausible. Yeah. So my I brain agree. thinks that's why I that, like slashers
1: more. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. So. We 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 have the same feeling about them but we we come to a different um yes. conclusion.
1: Conclusion. Uh
0: but but this one isn't really that like it maybe has a few slasher style like thematic elements in the way it's shot and the action in it takes place but a lot of it is just like very I, I don't know. It's a more long stretched out like that psychological horror style where it mm-hmm. is building up to something. So a lot of the movie is just spent building certain aspects. Um, Mm -hmm. So I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it.
1: Great review. Yeah.
0: I thought it was just very mid. Like, it didn't really impress Mm -hmm. me, but there were things that I did like about it. But it's not one, like, scream where I'm like, wow, this is great. I'm definitely going to watch this again.
1: Yeah, I, I, I liked it more. I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. I think it was, like, one where I can understand why it had, like, uh, it has a lot of people that like it. Yeah, I definitely can, It's one of those where it's, too. like, I, I it feels like a cult classic where it's, like, there's aspects of the story where it's, like, I can see why people would, would latch onto this. And it feels, like, unique, too. The idea of the orphan... And then th- there's, like, the twist that kind of comes in where that kind of separates it, too. So it's, like, a very unique idea. Um... And I do think that it is unlike the new one. I think it's filmed pretty coolly. Like I feel like the like the sets are cool and the way that it's that it looks is really interesting. Sure. Um. And so I think it has like a some style to it. So I think that it's like a good movie and I'm glad that it exists. But I don't think like I'd ever really love watch. I don't think I'd watch it again unless maybe there was someone that hadn't seen it. And I do think the only reason to watch it is for like the twist, in my opinion. So maybe that'd be cool to like watch it with someone. But yeah, yeah, the main thing is just like it's very long. It's a very long movie. Um, even if it's not that long, like it feels very long.
0: You know, I watched a movie once. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, okay, so can I tell a story about this movie? Because it reminded me of this other movie that I watched at one point mm. um, that maybe some people have seen called The Glass House, which is also a horror thriller movie that actually was probably mm. the first horror thriller I watched because when I went on, I think it was a Bible quiz trip or maybe it was a soccer trip. Ooh. I can't remember. It was either a Bible quiz trip or soccer trip. This movie was playing in the hotel. And I watched part with of Stella it. Stellan
1: Star Skarsgård. Wow! Oh, twenty-one percent of Rotten Tomatoes. That's right. It's
0: a bad movie. It's not good. Um, it's also an adoption movie, and the kids' parents die, and then they go live with some friends or something, and then the guardians t- torture them or or like really hurt them and try to kill them and stuff. But it has similar, I I, like, it just made me think of it because, like, the house kind of felt the same to me, and the vibe kind of felt the same, Mm -hmm. and the whole, like, suspicious of certain things with this new family that you're around, and so it made me think of this movie that I have vague recollection of from, like, when I watched it in like 2012 or something in like ninth grade.
1: Yeah, and I think that's like maybe this is 2009, so it's a little later, but it does feel like the 2000s kind of horror. Where yeah. Where it's like very blue and like a little slower for sure and familial. It kind of reminded me of like the Haunting of Hill House kind of sm- stuff.
0: Sure. It has a similar color palette.
1: Yeah, and even just like the family stuff in this first one. Yeah, um, with the that it, felt... with
0: the younger kids especially. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think like especially with more horror movies now, which are a lot more a lot faster paced and have just a different feel. In a win a good way too. Like it just was something I wasn't as used to in the last couple of years. Um so like it was a bit it did feel a bit long, but I do think the pacing itself was actually good. So it's like it's the pacing was slow. But it was well paced, so it's tough. It's kind of like that's kind of what I feel like about just like this movie in general. Like, it, I, it's well made. I just it not everything really just worked for me. Um, the performances were probably the best part, though. I think like pretty much everyone except the the boy, the kid who's in in shorts, um, <sighs> were, were I thought did a good job acting. Like, yeah. The, everyone in the family besides him.
0: Well, his part, uh, his whole role was, like, I liked the idea of his role, like, because you needed someone Mm. who kind of, like, the whole time was, like, I don't like the new sister. You know what I mean? Like, you need kind of someone who's antagonistic. I just don't think they did it. Like, he needed more motivation to it, because they kind of were, like, oh, he's being sort of left out. But I felt Mm. like his character just kind of was a placeholder the way they wrote him. And then, like, he wasn't the greatest kid to be playing it. And so, like, (laughs) I think it would have the, I mean, spoiler free, but, like, the kids, other kids are involved in the climax. And there's a Mm -hmm. scene with him that's, like, I I think it could have been a much more impactful and, like, pivotal scene if Mm. his character had been written better from the beginning. And if, like, a more, I don't know, a, a better actor, I mean... Not to like say that a child is a bad actor, like he's definitely he, better he than some bad. child actors. Um, yes, but I thought the the little the little girl did good too. The mm-hmm. the younger no, girl. she was
1: great, especially like there's a scene with her involving a car. She's in a car that's like towards like I guess yeah. the end-ish. and that she did really good in that scene.
0: And in the final the finals, yeah, the final climax, in the final, she's
1: she plays a pivotal role in the climax. She kind of crushed it. And I think, I mean, her role is I think more integral to the story anyway, so yeah, it's easier definitely. to care about her. And then I think the parents did a great job that with their roles and like the dad, did, he did a good job making you like just think he was like the biggest loser in the world for much. He was I such think.
0: a loser. I was like, well, and it was,
1: and I think it was, I think in like the first half an hour, I was like, oh, he seems like a good guy because like he was going through a lot, but it's he quickly turns into. Not a good guy and just a a dirtbag, pretty much. Yeah, he's basically um,
0: just the worst husband possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which <laughs> oh my gosh, he's a man? What? Um but I think that like they definitely I-, I think they did a good job of making you establish a certain view of a character from the beginning and then mm. sort of changing how you view that character in the end of the movie. With like not just with the main like with the supporting characters as well not just because they always do that with main characters but i thought with like the other characters they did the same
1: yeah i i wish that it was less i mean it's hard with a horror movie because you know that she's evil but i wish it was more like ambiguous if maybe she's actually not evil because then it could have been like because the whole story is like the mom thinks that she's evil but everyone else is well the dad mostly is like oh no it's fine you're just like going crazy basically um, and I think it would have been interesting if there was more question around who was right, because I think the whole time, you know, the mom's right, because it's like obviously. Yeah, she's evil.
0: and I think when they show you like one of the better ways they could have done that was not show you the the scenes of the girl actually doing something.
1: Yeah, a little early, too early. They show her something.
0: There's a scene yeah. where she. I mean, I feel like this isn't really a spoiler, but she pushes a kid off a playground and the kid falls and like gets seriously injured. And I think it would be interesting if like they wouldn't have shown her like actually pushing her. Yeah, And then you're like, she was standing there. So she probably pushed her. But then you're like, but did she? So like- right? And the whole
1: time it could be like, maybe the mom is kind of like not, is kind of losing a little. And then it's like putting you in that, Position a little yeah, bit. I like think it kind of cool. gives you
0: the chance to see um, some of the uh, it puts you more in the story of what they're experiencing mm-hmm. in trying to learn the new facts that they're getting. And like, where did this kid come from? And then you're watching it wondering and trying to put the pieces together. But it's kind of all just given to you instead of giving right. the viewer time to, I don't know, think for themselves about it, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: But even so I think um Isabel Furman, I guess is her name. I think she was easily like the best part of the movie. That's what yeah. most people thought when it came out. she was really good in this movie particularly especially like easily like the best part. and I thought she did a really good job. even if like you knew she was evil, she played it well and they did a good job directing her th- I think too. yeah like, that's a, that's that's a tough role to like nail. I think especially we can maybe move into the twist now, which will be spoilers. So if you haven't listened, watch the movie, I would stop listening. But, yeah, the twist, I think, like, it, it hits in a way where, like, you can tell after it comes, like, it was just built up to very well, I think. um And you can kind of see the pieces from before that kind of hinted at that, um which, yeah, the twist is that she's a 30. I guess in this movie, she's 33, right? Because it's, like, two years after yep. the, mm-hmm. the prequel. So she's a 33-year-old woman, actually, even though she's played by i guess i don't know how old she was maybe like 11 12 so she looks like a 12 year old or something but yeah she's actually yeah. 33
0: it's interesting because her performance was very good and i'm i think if this was not a horror film say this was a drama about a girl who was 30 but like but it's played by that would by have been her. actually
1: pretty That'd and be pretty great. She's of a movie. like just
0: trying to pose and have a family, blah, blah, blah. You can make it not evil and make it inspirational. I don't know. I think she would have been recognized critically for the role. Mm, but I think yeah. because it is um a horror movie, I don't think that she has the recognition that she deserved for this role. Because I feel like she's not a super popular actress she's in blockbusters but she's not like a leading role and I think if this had been a drama she would have been I almost see her taking the route that like Saoirse Ronan did where she Mm. also was in atonement around the same time and like because of Saoirse's role in atonement that was like such a big deal of like how well she performed as a young child. I think that this would have like made her more of a critically acclaimed actress. Which is interesting that because horror is not as recognized mm. as a well,
1: and she was really genre. praised too. Like everyone like loved her performance too. So it's like funny that it just didn't get any like thought for that though. Yeah,
0: it's just disappointing.
1: I, I think the second the prequel second movie i don't know what you want to call it definitely it, it leans more into into that a little bit because sure. i think the first movie doesn't really care about making you empathize with her at all but then in the prequel she's more i guess like she's like the anti hero of the prequel i guess i it just is more interested in getting you to care or like empathize with her than this first movie is where the first movie even though the same aspects are there it mirrors a lot of the stuff with like the dad and, like, her wanting to be in her, in love with someone or being in love with someone. This movie is not really making... It's not interested in making you, like, care about that as much... You're supposed to care more about, like, Vera Farmiga's character and, like, her struggle. So maybe if it had leaned more into that, it could have had a little more of a chance. But I still don't think, especially in 2009, that the Oscars would have nominated any, yeah. like, kind of horror role. Especially in a movie, like, that this wasn't, like, praised. It got mixed mixed reviews, so.
0: yeah bummer. Yeah.
1: Unfortunate for her. Could have had a bigger career. Maybe after this I act I don't think after this new no. one will happen. But <laughs> uh maybe we should just do an ad break and then we could transition to talking about the or Orphan first kill.
0: Back,
1: we talked about Orphan's, I guess, second kill, but now we're back. Well, to talk her about thir- her first kill, her
0: f- for- fourth, fifth. Like, it's
1: like, well, who even knows how many who, people she killed before yeah, the first which kill? one was like, the first kill? Like, what is kill? her first kill? Which the
0: first kill was the first kill. The- it's a really
1: bad title. It's like yeah, one of the worst like, titles I've heard. I-, in a while. I feel
0: like it should be named like. <laughs> the first family <laughs> or like
1: <laughs> or, for, or well something to do with orphan that's not like first adoption or like adopt like something that ties in with the word orphan you know yeah, that like, carries yeah. a theme cuz first kill could be like any horror you could do like halloween first kill and it would work i guess technically like who knows what that means? It's just first kill. Like, okay, there's always a first kill in a horror yeah, movie. Yeah, but if this one, it, it definitely
0: it doesn't work as well. Um, no. It's interesting to me that they made this movie and got the money for this movie. Yeah. Because I do think that it's good that more obscure horror movies are being made and are being popularized on streaming services. I think that's great. But it feels like such a weird movie to pick. Like I guess she really championed it and like contributed a lot, which is good. Um good for her. I'm glad that this role- It's because it was her her.
1: only leading role. And so she just wanted a new leading role. She said, hmm (laughs) Maybe
0: I should go back. Um yeah, I I just like it's not as interesting to me. Like this plot line, like once you watch Orphan. And you're like, wow, that's actually pretty interesting. And even if it, I didn't love it, it's like that was different. And like, mm-hmm. it was a story I hadn't watched before. But this one, it's like, eh. Like, there's not as much stakes going in. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of uh, yeah. excitement. Well, because like, you
1: know the ending. The it's yeah. the story that you were told in the first movie. So, you so you already you're going know in. What's happening. You know everything that's gonna happen. Um, let me just read the summary here so people maybe can get an idea of what this yeah, movie is about. It's a prequel. So it, it's about a year or two before the events of the first film. Lena Klamer is kept under lock and key in the Sarn Institute. However, through means of seduction and blunt force trauma, she manages to escape and pose as the missing daughter of Alan and Trisha Altbright. While their initial reunion seems to go well, it isn't long before suspicion arises about Esther's whereabouts over the past years as well as some inconsistencies in her memory of her past life. Mm. So yeah, it's like the family, if you've seen the first movie, it's the family that like she was at before she went to the orphanage. And in the movie Orphan, they're like, yeah, her whole family died in a fire and then she was found there in the rubble. So like from the beginning of the movie, you know, okay, this is going to end and everyone that she's going to this family is going to die no matter like who they are. So it already kind of takes some of the stakes and they have to like find other ways to build suspense, which sometimes it works and sometimes it just doesn't.
0: Well, and it's hard because it's the same exact plot. and So you have to do something hmm. different with it, even though it's the same. Oh, they think they're adopting yeah. a nice little girl and then she turns out to be a very terrible person uh who's actually an adult and it's like wow surprise um and i think <laughs> yeah. like the opening was good i liked the whole escaping the insane asylum thing i'm always here yeah, for a good yeah yeah Th- this
1: is in spoilers because i watched the trailer and like nothing in the beginning is like even in the trailer so all ever you know everything after the trailer so okay yeah the, the institute stuff was cool and this maybe is a, I don't know. But like, they introduce you to a character in the beginning that you, I guess I didn't really know much about this movie going in. So I thought maybe she'd play a bigger role, but she doesn't because you have to wait till you get to the family. So I just thought that was, that, I thought that was kind of a cool idea where like you enter, like you invest in the character and then she just like kind of, she dies. Yeah. Sorry,
0: I almost think though it would have been more interesting to pre prequel. And not do the story of the fire, but end end the movie with her meeting the family. Yeah, because so you know you already know what's going to happen. So it would have been more because I found the stuff in the institute more interesting because I was like, yeah. oh, this like we know she was here. How did she get here? What happened to bring her here? What were the first 30 years mm-hmm. of her life? Like, those are kind of the things yeah. that I was thinking we would get. And then it was about the yeah. family. And I think my main gripe with this is that it just felt like a rehash of the yeah. other movie. And I mean, my main, main with gripe was actors, that I couldn't, I couldn't see it. And so <laughs> yeah, the,
1: the, the cinematography cinematography
0: is it, it's so low contrast, high shadows, like Black point is basically gray. And so the whole movie is like flat and then it's also like so just dark. like you can't see anything. and most of the like I watched it during the day, which is part of my problem, someone might say. But I watched Orphan at the same time during the day yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any issues with it. So, wow. I, but it just was frustrating because I was like, I was kind of interested in this movie. And now I'm sitting here Mm -hmm. being like annoyed because I can't even tell what's going on. (laughs) And then, two, like once you get past the first establishing unit, it just gets kind of boring. And like, I, the acting is bad. I don't care about the characters. Because I think the thing with Orphan is you don't like the dad, the son, you're like, eh. But you like the girl, for one. You like mm-hmm. the young girl. And you're rooting for her to survive. And for the most part, you like the mom. Like, you want her mm-hmm. to come out as the winner. Well, and the, the dad has a
1: good act- is a good actor, too. Yes, so, like, and the dad was a good, good, good actor. good to watch, too. But
0: in this one, like you don't care about any of the other characters. And so I'm like, honestly, I don't really care if this girl kills all of them, basically.
1: Well, and and they could, well, like I said, she is kind of like the anti-hero, so it, it's a weird dynamic. And also, like, they pick no, act. like, I feel like, I don't think I see, saw any actors besides her that I knew. Like, I hadn't seen any of these people, I don't think, ever.
0: I think I had seen the police officer in something
1: oh uh, okay the detective
0: yeah i feel like he's been in something because he looked familiar
1: that's true he looked but like especially the everyone in the family like i just like they I, they were on i didn't know their faces their performances were weird which in one way will tie into the spoiler which we'll talk about at, in the spoiler section but it just like from just once she leaves the institute like and she kind of gets in the family if for one feels very redundant but it also just feels like off like it doesn't ever click like into place i think i think after the twist it gets a little better and it kind of then separates itself a little more but then they but they never really go far enough to like make it its own thing there were Mm -hmm. so many times where i was like oh maybe maybe i thought one thing was like oh she's not as good right now as like impersonating a kid and like this is how she's gonna learn for the in the next in the first movie like how she gets so good at like tricking them, you hmm. know? Cause I think like she wasn't as good as that maybe in this movie, um, purposefully. And they didn't really deal into that. And then the twist stuff, there's something that happens there. They, so it's like, they had a lot of chances. I thought to like make it something different, but every time they could, they like went back to something from the first movie, which felt more just like, uh, like a fallback. We're like, Oh, we don't know. We don't know what to do. So we'll kind of, we'll talk about the painting, the neon colors. Cause that's like a, a reference to the first movie. Like, Oh, Okay, I thought we could maybe do something different here, but I guess not now.
0: Yeah, and I think like, I mean, that is interesting to learn where she learned the blacklight painting. Yeah. But I feel like if that is like, I don't know, like when you're only picking out those things and being like, Well, it feels like Star
1: Wars, like Rise of Skywalker stuff. Yeah, like
0: um, (laughs) it doesn't feel as like natural or organic. It feels very oh, we'll do this because this happened in Orphan, like you said, yes. like, we'll, we'll do this because of this. It's not really yeah. like, this is what happened and then Orphan happens. It's like, you watch it and you're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just think like this one, I just feel like it didn't hit well because the first one, it's like, okay, this is something that hasn't really been done before or like something I haven't really seen before. But then this one is like, I watched, if you watch it back to back with Orphan, you're like, I just watched this movie yesterday. Yes. Like.
1: (laughs) Well, and also, it's not anything to do with her performance, because I think she's still a good actress. But I think like, there's only so much you can do with makeup and like, not because they didn't use any CGI, but she just doesn't look like a kid, like at all.
0: Yeah, I think she could pass for a teenager.
1: Yes, but then she they're saying she's like a 10-year-old or whatever or like a and I'm like there's no way that anyone would believe this is like a 10 or 11-year-old girl like at all. So that was one thing that just was hard. I was like I was trying to look past it, <laughs> but it just was really it was really tough.
0: I do have some thoughts about this. I think I have two I have two thoughts. I agree with you. Two I thoughts. think that that's my first thought is I I just it doesn't <laughs> sell. I don't think it works. But my, my follow-up thought is that I can appreciate that they didn't use CGI. Like, I appreciate that they, they did everything they could to achieve the effect practically. And I think that's awesome. I can give them props for that because I know, like, with It Chapter 2 and all that, they're using a, a bountiful amount of CGI to make the kids look like kids who are younger. And that's fine. But... I don't think it looks good, and I'm like, I think it's great you you did it, and you went for we it, tried. and you said, yep, we're going to do it practically. I give kudos to that, but if it doesn't look like a kid, was it really worth all the effort it took? <laughs> to do the practical effects, because I think there were a couple scenes that it worked. I think well, when- Well, especially when
1: you're far away- When you're with farther like the away,
0: and you're not seeing her face, the face of a grown <laughs> woman, and yes. you're not seeing like these other things, I think um, it, it can sell, but I, 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 I just don't think it works.
1: Yeah, and th- well, let's get into the tw- the twist slash spoiler now. Yeah. Um, But I do think like that was kind of halfway through the movie and it was something that kind of for a little bit and even I think it makes it better. Um, It turned me around a little bit because like I said, I thought the performances were really bad and especially I was like there. This mom is not acting like she is into this like her child at all. But then you find out she knows that it's not her child because like. Her, her, her son killed her daughter, I guess. And she's hiding from why? Because like <laughs> colonialism, I guess, I don't know. They don't really make it clear, but I thought that was like an interesting idea because it was something different from the first movie. um, And it kind of was like made the other parts more clear. Cause like I said, I thought her performance in the first half was really off and it was just like, I, at first, it was a negative, but then once you know that that's what she's playing with, I thought that it made it a little better, and also it's like you only marginally
0: have, better. It, like
1: you only have in that case the dad is really the only person in the family then that has to believe that she's a kid, because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because so it's like it makes it a little better because less people, I guess, have to be fooled. But um, I don't think they really do enough with the twist to make it like it
0: felt as very as it to me like it. It happened, and I was like, huh. Like, it felt like they just threw it in because they needed something in the movie to make it different. And they were like, mm-hmm. what can make it different? Oh, let's make the, the, the brother a murderer. And the mom, like, I don't know. Like, I, I the concept is fine, but I don't think it sells in the way they did it. I thought that that scene mm-hmm. where they kind of made the reveal was just, it felt very like um, gimmicky to me. And not very um, like shocking, like because I think for a twist you want to be like, "Whoa, I didn't think about that!" But it was kind of I kind of was. I'm not. Was was a little I I it, but I was not. Maybe it was because I couldn't see it. Maybe because I couldn't see it, and I was only listening to it.
1: Who's who shot but, the guy? But I wasn't
0: <laughs> like it. It didn't. It, it didn't sell me to the rest mm. of the movie. Like because usually if there's a twist that. Grabs me enough that I'm like, oh wow, that is really interesting. Maybe I am sold on the rest of the movie. I didn't feel that way, so it kind of happened, and I was just like, oh, mm, okay. And mm-hmm. then I still had to well, watch. It's weird because it happens movie. like
1: halfway through, so it's a different than the other twist where it's like, or the Fight Club twist, like a twist like that where it's like, oh wow, what a way to, and then it's like, oh, the movie's almost over, and then it's like, kind of leaves you to think with a twist. But this one, it's like. It's almost like they were writing the script and they realized it was too similar and were like, we need something to happen. We need a twist. We need to turn the story around. Yeah. And like they put that in. It just does it doesn't work with pacing for sure. It at least made it more interesting. The second half it made the second half more interesting to watch than the first half after sure. she leaves the institute. Because it was like, at least something different's happening and these characters are different than the characters in the first movie.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: I think it could have been worse. That's my, that was what I kind of ended it with. I was like, it wasn't great, but I was, it was short, which was good. If it was a long two hours, it would have been much worse. And there was parts I enjoyed, but overall, it's like, I don't really know if it was necessary to make, um, and I don't think that they should make any more like they're saying they're going they might be.
0: Yeah, I just really think that they dropped the ball. I think they could have had a great orphan prequel. I think it could have happened. Mm. And then maybe after that one they would be like, Oh, maybe we should make the story about the house fire now. I think that yeah. should have been the route they went. Because I just I I think the whole part at the institute was a different movie and i was thinking oh wow the the reviews are pretty bad for this like this seems kind of good and then mm-hmm. once we got to after that i was like oh but i just and now like, we're here. that is the movie i wish i saw i wish i saw pre institute institute orphan like that is the, mm-hmm. that is the one that i wanted to do or maybe like like she's not even an orphan yet so maybe this is like how she became an orphan like that should be what it's titled (laughs) (laughs) it's like
1: and i don't know if they say they're gonna make other ones are they gonna have to make like a prequel to the prequel because this movie goes right up until the first one and then at the end of the first one she dies so i really don't know like when they say oh maybe we're interested in making more films if there's interest like where are they gonna make a pre like you said like a prequel to the prequel like where are we going? Yeah, or which is, she is not why dead?
0: they should have just done that in the first place, and then the, right. the make a sequel of the this one. So it yeah. just is all. I, it's very I don't weird, know.
1: very weird route. Maybe that should be like our question: is like, what movie did you wish was a different movie? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense the way I worded it.
0: Uh, like, what movie do you wish you at, like could have a prequel of? because like i wish i could have a prequel of orphan first kill <laughs> <laughs> i want the Orphan's prequel of this kill. movie that is what i wanted going in and i didn't get it and and i i want mm. i if they if they're okay. making that movie i would watch it like if they end up doing another movie in the franchise which i don't think they should do but if they do franchise it and they say trilogy we're doing the, fir- the prequel to the prequel, I would say, okay, I'm in. Like, I'm not sold on it, but I'm in. Yeah, I don't know. Prequels are interesting. I just think prequels are so hard, and if you don't they get are. it right, then it just flops. That That's what I think. I think mm-hmm. a prequel really has to be a banger to work, or it just <laughs> doesn't work.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah, so let us know what movie you would want a prequel for. I don't know... What I would pick but I'm sure there's something I mean there's so it's just like basically like who do you like the characters of and like maybe who where do you want to see like where they came from is really what a prequel is for you know
0: I want to see a prequel of oceans 11 that's what, oceans 10 I want to see oceans <laughs> 10 is what, what I oceans 2
1: it's just George Clooney and Brad Pitt it's just like their origin story they start as kids and they're like in kindergarten yeah And they do like pranks or they they do like heists at the school
0: Yeah, and they like steal their teacher's
1: lunch money. We can
0: not have Brad Pitt in it. I think we should have- Well, if they're
1: kindergartners, then it's anyone.
0: What I want is a Danny Ocean movie. That is the prequel that I want. I want the origin story of Danny Ocean. It could be anything. His life. I want the Mm. biopic of (laughs) Danny Ocean. (laughs) Danny Ocean.
1: A life. Yeah. Danny Ocean First Heist.
0: It needs to be called something about an ocean though, but like a pun, like mm. not um like uh, like a sea movie like they make you think it's like an ocean Pond movie.
1: 11 cuz he's um, like a kid so he's not a full ocean yet. He's like a pond. Dumb. Dumbness. <laughs> Puddle 2. Um
0: <laughs> Um that yeah that would be that's funny what I though. Want.
1: What about a, a, a an origin for like they have 11 movies, one for everyone in the movie. <laughs> Every person gets a prequel. I'm
0: here for it. We would have heists galore. It just is my dream. <laughs>
1: so, well, maybe 10 cuz you could do the the tw- the brothers would be one. So Who would play young 10, George maybe.
0: Clooney? That's what I want to know.
1: The kid from Orphan. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: kid from Orphan. <laughs> no, George Clooney. George Clooney would play George young Clooney. George Clooney.
1: <gasps> yeah, they'll using use like CGI. Motion, te- motion capture <laughs> Irishman technology.
0: I, If I were a billionaire, I would fund a Danny Ocean movie. I would hire Do someone it. to write it, and I would say, Do it. come on. uh, make it guys make it guys (laughs) Danny Ocean
1: (laughs) come on I think it'd be fun I think I mean they're making a one they're they're still making Ocean's movies didn't they just announced um, Ryan Gosling Margot Robbie Ocean's movie so it's still a
0: franchise so they can they can just that's not an origin story is it
1: no, I think it's just like oh. Oceans 8 was. Like, I think it's just like a heist movie oh, like under the Oceans label. Perfect. I'm here for... I like heist movies. Um, Yeah, let us know what you would want a prequel for. You can get us... Uh, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Our website, email. Spotify has a feature. You can answer the question. Just use anything that's in the show notes and let us know. And we will read that answer in our next episode, which is another edition. To childhood classics.
0: Wow. And I am so excited to talk about this one because I talked about um my video store. I have two memories of my local video store mm. that we had just in town that well, we would go and rent movies, but I had two very specific memories. And one was seeing the Carrie cover and being freaked out by it. And the other one was getting this movie from Mm. the video store and that movie is how to eat fried worms we got this movie and we got gummy worms and we should
1: bring gummy worms to eat i will eat and i will eat them and we should talk also about just like video stores in general that can be like a a subset conversation
0: yeah i'm very excited for this one this is one that has been on my you haven't ever seen this one Right?
1: I haven't even seen it. It's a we've never three we've never seen in a row for me. <laughs> but this is like
0: this this up to this point we've done childhood classics that we both love. Like are yeah. for both of us.
1: So this and one I is different. I took the pick
0: this time, and this is my childhood classic: How to Eat Fried Worms. I've got lots of good stories about it. Um, so join us next Tuesday. Uh yes. Get your gummy worms ready.
1: Get your dirt, your shovels, and your frying pans, and we'll talk about how to eat fried worms on Tuesday, which is when we release our episodes. Do you have anything to say before that time?
0: Um, I was going to, uh, what is the song from Annie? Oh, it's a hard knock life. For us,
1: for us. Oh, because of orphans. Because of
0: orphans. Yes. Um, what if you?
1: I'm I, if I pirated DVDs, I would sell like a pirated version of Orphan, but then it would be Annie would be on the DVD. That would
0: be hilarious. That, that would be you know, really funny. They'll do the Fight Club DVD thing, and yeah, you open the DVD to kissed. Orphan, and it's like opens to Annie first, so you <laughs> it's think hard, you've been juped, but then it's uh...
1: that would be so funny. They should have done that. That would have been
0: funny. Hmm. Maybe they did. You don't have the Maybe Orphan they, DVD. I have the Orphan
1: DVD. <laughs> I probably won't be buying it, so I guess I'll never find out. Let mm. us know if you have the Orphan DVD. Um, but that's all I have. So thank you all for listening. And until next time, I'm Orphan number one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Orphan number two.
0: <laughs> And with your your second head, film (laughs) (laughs) opens.